This, this is, is the, Mike the Mike DJ, DJ Kelly, Kelly podcast. podcast. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Mike Kelly. So here we go. It's time for issue number 19 of the fast-moving, amazing, shorter-than-short, shabby Mike DJ Kelly podcast show, which we insist you should tell your friends about. This issue includes random thoughts and observations and news stories that others leave well alone. Coming up, competitions, radio, TV, Fixident, taxes, RSPCA, Ferrybridge B, Winston's, wardrobing, Harwood or Harewood, and a whole lot more. On this week's podcast. So off we go with Operation Matterhorn. Tally-ho, hip-hip-hooray, to bring you another up-to-the-minute, shouting, banging, shorter-than-short podcast. Last time we started with the August power cuts. This time let's start with Ferrybridge C power station in West Yorkshire, towering over the M62 and the A1, with its giant cooling towers that reach 380 feet high and were part of what's left of the coal-fired station, which generated electricity from 1966 until 2016. However, when we were talking at work the other day, pre-shift about holidays one person said they'd booked off the 13th of October to take the family to see the four remaining towers at Ferrybridge Sea being demolished is it weird or is it me and on the subject of work, on my way in for a 6am start one Sunday morning, there was a queue of about 15 to 20 guys waiting to get into Winston's on Dewsbury Road. It does not say what type of business it is outside the building, but a quick internet search reveals that there is a £10 entrance fee that you can choose a basic massage table for £65, a room with a bed is £85, or £130 for a deluxe room with a big bed and a jacuzzi. Must be some sort of hotel. Only September, but some supermarkets have already got their festive mince pie ranges on display. Also love all the adverts, especially for settees and carpets, which say fitted by Christmas. It's nearly a hundred days away, three months, a quarter of a year. I'd expect that work a little quicker, maybe next week. Talking of which, saw a story about some health service changes, which included the line, no patient will have to wait more than 52 weeks to get an appointment. Blooming marvellous. Is, Is that, that true? true? Just searching on the Indie Jobs website to see if there was any money to be made out of podcasts. I don't think there is at the moment, unless you post me some. But I mention this because of the results I get when searching the word podcast. I do get some podcast-type results, but then, hey... What's this? Food production operative to work in the poached egg department in Barnsley and paying up to £10.26 an hour. Worse still, then I got a vacancy for an enforcement officer with Capita Business, a role that requires you to visit addresses that don't have a TV licence, remuneration at around £27,000. On this week's podcast. Hey, let's talk about shopping. That's the second time I've said hey, no more. Apparently, there is some sort of craze on wardrobing. What is this thing? It is where people order new clothes, normally online, and wear them only once, and then return them. 
A recent survey showed 30% of you were doing this. I do not do it. Very rarely buy clothes. This is said to lead to long lunchtime queues in the post office as offenders return their merchandise. If you want to get in touch about anything to do with the Shorter Than Short podcast show, please use either of the following to contact us. Or if you want to send your own stories for the next episode, email, cuttings or sound clips to email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. Nice to see David Cameron back on TV. Just saying, love the new government Brexit commercials. Are you prepared for October the 31st? I have left that date three in my diary in case the world stops, like what it did on the 31st of December 1999, and all those millennium bugs were set free. I see that Weatherspoon's shares are down 19%, which I'm told is due to Tim's stance on Brexit. I wonder if as a UK citizen you could or will be able to buy individual EU memberships. A bit like joining the Green Flag or the AA, if you see what I mean. I'd be up for that. I see that Morrison's is rolling out a new delivery service with Amazon. You can get food delivered within 60 minutes when in place, quicker than getting in the car and driving there. Talking of things that are not going as well as anticipated, the BBC Sounds app is ruffling a few feathers. They plan to close down the very popular BBC iPlayer radio app and force users to use the latest iteration of the BBC sound app that brings everything bbc together in one app. Only trouble is, users do not like the layout, it will not work on older devices and will not work outside the UK. Which takes us nicely into our entertainment area. Listening to the credits with Nicholas Parson on Radio 4's Just a Minute, which is not only heard here, but around the world as well, they credit Sarah Sharp for timing the minutes and blowing the whistle. Sounds like a good job if you can get it. And on the chase weekend shows, celebrity specials with our Brad, not only is the money more generous, but the questions are dumbed down. What? orange vegetable is said to improve your eyesight and what eight-legged creature might you find in your house answers later on tipping point celeb special they had a dancer called kimberly who seemed to clap at every opportunity like a seal adverts on tv they still keep showing the fixident commercials with the young lady walking on teeth and eating apples but do people still use it? The days of people having all their teeth removed have gone due to improved dental surgery and fluoride in our drinking water. Surely the number of users are way down on what they used to be. I imagine they are in the same league as cold delivery people, rag and bone men and euphimal toothpaste. This, this is the Mike, Mike Kelly, Kelly Podcast. On my BBC local radio station, the mid-morning host recently did her Friday morning show from Ibiza to highlight the Yorkshire connection with the sunshine coated dance island. Listening to it, I did not pick up on the connection, but thought more on the lines of the presenter, producer and team having a weekend away at the licensed payer's expense. The same station had a totally unconnected news item about Harwood House. Which camp are you in? Harwood or Harewood? I'm certainly in the Harewood camp, but I believe the occupants are the Harwoods. Anyway, in the news story... They say, Harwood, Harewood spokesman keeps saying Harewood, and the interviewer, Harwood. Sounded very funny. 
Bought a very attractive That's Life Esther Ranson type aubergine in Otley Market. You can see it on my Twitter page. Competition time. Who is this? He was born in Western Supermare on the 27th of October 1939 and has the middle name Marwood. He's an English actor, comedian, writer and film producer. He achieved success at the Edinburgh Festival Fringe and as a scriptwriter and performer on The Frost Report. In the mid-1970s, he and his first wife, Connie Booth, wrote the script to a very popular TV show and he has appeared in two Bond movies as R and Q. He was a member of Monty Python, the comedy troupe responsible for the sketch shows Monty Python's Flying Circus and the four Monty Python films. Who is he? And what has Lucy Inman been saying on Twitter? Well, she said, I've been helping out at a local cafe today. When I said hello to an elderly gentleman, he responded by lifting his hat while saying good afternoon. And honestly, I don't think there is enough of this wholesome behaviour in the world anymore. Don't know who Lucy is, but I'd go along totally with what she's saying. Please do get in touch about anything to do with the podcast show. Please use either of the following to contact us, especially if you want to send stories or sound bites to us. Email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. If you follow me on Twitter, you will be alerted when new editions of the podcast are available. Alternatively, you can always get the Mike DJ Kelly podcast by going to iTunes or Spotify and searching Mike DJ Kelly. Are we going to have a party on the 14th of October? Yes, we are. But not to celebrate the demolition of Ferrybridge Sea, it's the 50 pence piece's 50th birthday. According to the Groydian, the 50p coin entered circulation on the 14th of October 1969, in the run-up to D-Day on the 15th of February 1971, when the UK finally abandoned shillings and pence and moved to a decimal currency. The 50p coin was worth a lot then, indeed more than any coin in circulation. In real terms, it was worth the equivalent of just over £8. 50 years on, especially after ramping inflation in the 1970s, the 50p is a shadow of its former self. It has shrunk in size and weight, but above all in value. Today's 50p now only has the buying pence of an old tanner, the small sixpenny piece. Back then, when booze was relatively cheap, it was really possible to go for a night out and still have change from 50 pence. A 50 pence piece in 1969 could buy you three pints of mild or bitter, priced around two shillings, equal to 10p, while a tube fare on the newly opened Victoria line in London cost just five pennies, just 2.2p. You'd still have enough left to buy a portion of chips and a copy of The Guardian, then priced at six pennies. 2.5p. If you are nearing a pensionable age, you'll not want to hear this. It's been in the news about how pension annuities have collapsed to an all-time low. So are they now a pointless purchase? It's a product that turns your pension savings into an income for life. 
but demand has fallen off since the government introduced a range of pension freedoms in 2015 that meant people no longer had to take one out. Rates have fallen sharply as a result of increased life expectancy and low interest rates. In 1995, a 65-year-old man buying a standard-level annuity with a £10,000 pension pot would have received a typical annual payout of £1,110. In September 2010, the figure stood at £606, but by the start of this year, it had fallen to £468. The most recent figures show that the figures now have shriveled to just £410, according to financial data provider moneyfacts.co.uk. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Let's guess the song. Yep. It's competition time, but with no prizes. What is the song that these lines are from? You never do what you know you ought to. Something tells me you're the devil's daughter. The lines again. You never do what you know you ought to. Something tells me you're the devil's daughter. Name the song and the artist. This week's do-gooders are the RSPCA, the Royal Society to Prevent Cruelty to Animals, at rspca.org.uk. What do they do? They are proud to be the oldest welfare charity around. They were the first to introduce a law to protect animals and work hard to ensure that animals can live free from pain and suffering. Through their campaigns, they raise standards of care and awareness of issues affecting animals today. They rely on our support to help push for changes in the law to improve the welfare of animals on farms, in labs, in the wild, in paddocks and in our home. Through investigations and prosecutions, they stand up to those who deliberately harm animals to send out a clear message. We will not tolerate animal abuse. Their highly trained officers tackle neglect and cruelty on every level, working to stamp out animal cruelty. Animals can rely on them to rescue them when they need us most, to rehabilitate them wherever possible, provide them with the very best veterinary care and to find them new homes, either through rehoming or release. There is a lot on their website about education, local connection and how to become Involved. It's all at rspca.org.uk. Oh, and yes, the shorter than short podcast website of the week is booking.com. Used it last week to book a few days away and just found it to be very, a very, very good site. You can book at over 2,518,000 hotels online. They speak your language, get instant confirmation. Hotels, hostels, motels, apartments and villas, it's all there. Give it a go at booking.com. Please do get in touch about anything to do with the podcast show or stories or sound clips for future shows. Please use either of the following to contact us. Email hello at mikedjkelly.co.uk or on Twitter at MikeKellyDisco. If you follow me on Twitter, you will be alerted when new editions of the podcast are available. Alternatively, you can always get the Mike DJ Kelly podcast by going to iTunes or Spotify and searching Mike DJ Kelly. In Stockholm, they are trying out a new type of speed camera in the middle of the road. It automatically posts fines to you if you exceed the speed limit. If you drive past within the speed limit, it records your details and enters you into a monthly draw to win some of the fines collected. 
Talking of cars, Toyota has seen a 2,000% increase in demand for catalytic converter parts. This is due to wrongdoers stealing the catalytic converters from hybrid cars made by the likes of Toyota and Lexus as these converters contain many rare and valuable metals. This is the Mike Kelly Podcast. Several people commenting on smart motorways are an accident waiting to happen. Smart motorways are where there is no hard shoulder and what used to be the hard shoulder is a live running traffic lane. Following a smash on the M1 when a car broke down on an unlit section of the road and its electrics had failed so it had no lights on, a car then went into the back of it. Fortunately, nobody was seriously injured. I think if anybody was being truthful about smart motorways, they would say it was just a cheap and easy way to increase the amount of traffic that could use the road without spending any money. What happened to the risk assessments? I just tried to book a local taxi using the app. It said it would be 25 minutes. Booked it anyway. After 25 minutes, still no car dispatched. So looked at arrival app and it said I could have a car in three minutes. So went to the first app to cancel it. It would not let me do it in the app and said I had to phone. So I did. Asked how long a car would be and he said 15 minutes due to school runs. Cancelled and got the other company's car in three minutes. But what's this? Taxis to and from school? Malarkey? What happened to the walking bus? Or even the real bus? Okay, time to go. Guess the celeb, born in Western Supermare on the 27th of October 1939, and with the middle name Marwood, known as Basil Fawlty, and the star of The Fish Called Wanda, and many more, he is John Marwood Cleese. So what's the song that contained this line? You never do what you know you ought to. Something tells me you're the devil's daughter. You've done it all. You've broken every code. Or should you need more? With your long blonde hair and your eyes of blue, the only thing I ever got from you was sorrow. Sorrow. You're acting funny, tried to spend my money. You're out there playing your high-class games of sorrow. Sorrow. You never do what you know you ought to. Something tells me you're de- the devil's daughter. Sorrow, sorrow. That's all we have time for in this edition of the crazy, shorter than short, shabby podcast show. From me, Mike Kelly, thank you for listening. And remember, you can always find the podcast by searching or shouting Mike DJ Kelly podcast. This is the Mike, Mike Kelly, Kelly podcast. podcast. Mike Kelly.